0: faces, heels, and tweeners. Sunday night's main event proudly brings to you the East Coast podcasting champions of the world, Brad the Dad and Greg Father Feltham, your smack daddies. And welcome to your Smackdown Review Take Two. I am Brad the Dad and running shotgun with me is my tag team partner, Greg Father Feltham. Bless you, my son. And I realize I'm a dumbass and didn't have my mic on. But you all know I'm a dumbass now because um, apparently Greg was telling me I need some work on my sound effects. So, Greg, here you go. Now you should be able to hear this. <coughs> yeah. Much there we go. So I'll be adding those into the raw rush. Hopefully I'm only doing the raw rush for a couple of weeks. Like I think it's another week, uh, Eric's away, Randy's away. So somebody had to do it. And literally my, my plan with the raw rush is I watch most of raw, get up, have breakfast. Everybody leaves my house around eight 40. And then I do right. a 20 minute review and then produce it. And then I'm in work for nine 30. So literally it's the raw rush because I have to get to work for nine 30.
1: See that's that's not that bad, right? It's uh, it's good that you can can do that. Uh, I wish I I had that uh, flexibility. I unfortunately do not, but uh you, my friend, are doing yeoman
0: service. Well, it's going to be interesting because I feel like for the next few months, these two shows have become very intertwined because we're going to get very much so. Yeah, dude. We're like we saw. I mean, you, I was bitching before we started by saying, uh. We're I don't like this, Greg. I don't like the fact that we get we could end up having some of our favorites over on Raw and we could get some of the people we've tried to avoid over on SmackDown.
1: Yes, but we we may also get and did also get some people that we really want to see over on SmackDown um, that uh, will also lead to the name of this week's episode, because this week's episode in the last uh, eight days. We've obviously seen some changes in the world, right? It's It's been a weird and wacky time with hashtag we want Cody trending and I don't want The Rock and all that stuff. So, Brad, I have titled this week's episode, We
0: Want Our Truth. Oh, and boy, oh boy, was I happy to see him tonight. Oh, yeah. So we are very lucky to be covering... This road to WrestleMania, I feel, because I think this is going to be one of the most historic roads to WrestleMania. Uh, all roads lead to Philly. Yeah, it's a they've done a really good job. And I think I saw a meme this week where you saw Triple H's face and it's like, wh- when will people stop doubting this man? And I think we all need to bow down to the game because he did a great job tonight.
1: Uh, he he definitely did. I think this was a great, uh, great episode this week
0: and i think this whole story has been great they put the doubt in so it wasn't just oh well cody picked rock or cody picked roman and it was a straightforward path they they took a little bend greg i love bends okay so before we get into this uh how was your friday how was the game how was uh showing off those white legs
1: uh yes uh so this was uh you know to to let the cat out of the bag we are recording this uh, on Saturday morning, so uh, hoping that everyone out there is enjoying, you know, a nice big bowl of Fruit Loops and a nice tall glass of of apple juice or orange juice, uh, sat in front of the TV with some cartoons on as you listen to us. Uh, maybe that's not really happening for you, but that's what we were picturing in our minds anyway. Um, so it, it's been a week, Brad. It's really been a week. So last Friday night when we recorded, you could tell I wasn't 100%. Um, And we were preparing for <laughs> Snowmageddon. I don't know if that's what we're, we were calling this, Um, but we were we were in in preparation of what we were expecting to be a pretty major storm. And major storm it was last Saturday. Um, I didn't leave my house, and that's a very unusual thing because Saturdays, typically, I have hockey somewhere in the city. We all hockey shut down this weekend, uh, last weekend. Sorry. Um, because, well, there was snow everywhere. Um, we ended up getting here pretty well close to three feet of snow. Um, that's that's about what we got here in the city um, from Friday evening till like Saturday
0: night type thing. So it was a decent kind of dump down. Um, I'm shaking of, my head. Of, at, I'm shaking my head at you because it was a slow storm. So it continued to snow all day Sunday and i can only that's fair i can only tell you that because uh i had to go to work on sunday uh yeah so we did we did our our masses and stuff this weekend and i went out and shoveled before like as people were arriving i was clearing the steps i went in and then i was like got communion and went back out at that point i had to shovel again like it's not like i got probably much more than a centimeter, but we were, it was just that annoying snow that went like what a centimeter an hour, Greg, like for like three days.
1: Yeah. It it just kept coming. So um, yeah. So, so Saturday I wasn't feeling the best. We just kind of, you know, stuck in and come Sunday. I, I was just, I was just too miserable that I ended up talking to my doc and we kind of figured out that I ended up with a sinus infection. Oh, So the doc prescribed some antibiotics, the doc prescribed some nasal spray. And now this is, this is like 11 AM Sunday morning. Luckily someone had come in and kind of uh, helped me at the end of my driveway. Um, before my plow company came to, to plow me out. So I was able to drive out. I drove to Costco. I picked up my prescription. I got home. That was, it took me about an hour. The plan on Sunday was for both of us, Brad, to to be on um, the main show with, with Boris on, on TSN and uh, I heart radio. Um, I got home from Costco and I literally almost collapsed when I came in. Like I was that gone. I, I just, I couldn't do anything. So I immediately went to bed. I slept four and a half hours on Sunday afternoon, so I was out totally. Um, I, I woke up at supper time, and yeah, so that was kind of my my Sunday. Um, so I was kind of been battling stuff through the week, trying to recover from the sinus infection. And then um, I was at the office on Wednesday and my wife kind of texts me and says, hey, there's something going on with the dog. And as you're aware, we I, I didn't really have much of a, a choice in the matter, but we got a dog. It was literally two weeks ago yesterday. We we got her and brought her home um, and she ended up after a couple of days back and forth with the, the SPCA and providing them a couple of samples and thinking it was something pretty big. It actually turned out to be uh, a UTI. So um, she was in yesterday for a procedure to check in on some things, but we thought she may have needed some major surgery for a while. Um, but yeah, long story short, she's down on antibiotics for the next couple of weeks to, to try to clear that stuff up um so yeah it's just been been that and then of course now my wife got the sinus infection that i had so she's kind of battling that so it's just been one thing after another this past week and i was very grateful to to put that all aside for a little bit of time here with you this morning uh bradley the dadly uh as we get to talk about some wrestling
0: so so 75 of your house is on antibiotics now
1: uh yeah pretty well pretty well so
0: i mean I won't bitch too much. It was just a little bit of snow. And the only problem I was mad with was it turns out that we have a new plow company that's in the city. Basically, imagine a construction company decides, well, we're going to buy a plow so we can keep our job sites clear. Oh, we can probably do a little bit more work. And these guys, they're just rookies, which is hilarious because I used to shovel snow for my father throughout high school and university. So... Yeah. Anyways, I did a bunch of steps at work. I did three driveways at home because we have two, we have one elderly neighbor and one neighbor who passed and we're taking care of the house because the kids are away. So, you know, just a little bit of work. So I wore out the boy. Now, last night we went out for all you can eat sushi for my wife's birthday. Great. Fun time. Uh, we, My son's an arsehole. I just want to put that out here for those of you who don't know this. So he, we get to the thing and we're kind of poking and he gets into the my my mother-in-law's apartment and then we're going to buzz my mother-in-law again, but we can see the boys. So we're like knocking on the door and he's like, ha, 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 double bird goes into the elevator. So he won't let us in. So we say, screw him. So we leave him there with his mother-in-law, with well, my mother-in-law and go get some running errand, go back to the store. My wife uh, wanted to give a larger tip. She realized she hit the wrong button. So we went back and tipped our waiter from supper. And then we told James on our way back, oh, I have a flat tire. <laughs> so you may have to like sleep on your, your if your grandmother won't drive you home, you got to sleep on the couch. And Maddie yells in the background, "Can I get the hot spot if we're going to be here for a while?" Oh, that's funny. So we made him think about it. Anyways, he was he was 100% convinced that we had a flat tire. We had no such thing. We were halfway back to the picking him up. And then the icing on the cake literally is that my wife, my mother-in-law makes my wife a birthday cake. Her favorite, she loves uh, a carrot cake and it's homemade icing except okay. that the thickening agent that my mother-in-law uses, because we're all gluten-free, she uses almond flour. Right. I'm deathly allergic to almonds. Not scent. Really? Ingestion. Yeah. Uh, especially the, like, the extracts and things like that will definitely make me uh, regret my life and swell my throat up. Uh, I've asked about an EpiPen. My doctor's not that concerned. He's like, just don't eat anything. You'll be fine. So, and, and usually if I haven't, I can get to an emerge or something. Anyways, I haven't had them in years. So, my, my wife texts me last night uh, and goes, Oh, there's almond, uh, like a st- uh, flower in the icing. You probably shouldn't eat it. So, she literally tried to kill me. My mother in law tried to murder me dead. So that's. I was like, I was gonna ask if she's successful, but obviously I'm here. I
1: see her here this morning. So,
0: anyways, that's the joke. Is that yeah, my mother in law can't remember anybody's allergies, and it's hilarious. It's not like we have a ton of them. There's like all of us have gluten. Her, my, my, his, her own daughter has like kiwi and banana. And so this is not the first time at our, at her bridal shower, my mother-in-law put ice cubes into the, you know, you freeze a fruit, put it into the punch. Yeah. Banana, yeah. kiwi, all of her favorite allergies. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so it's become a running joke. My mother-in-law is, so now I'm like, well, now that she's got the grandkids, she's just going to try and finish me off. And uh my, yeah, she's got what she needed out of me. I produced theirs. That's fine.
1: Yeah yeah
0: no you're you're uh you're done for brad i'm done for yeah anyways it was it wasn't just all you can eat sushi we ate we have learned the trick to all you can eat sushi which is uh you order a lot of sashimi which means you eat a lot of just fish and i think we got our 30 a head worth out of that i mean you bring a giant teenage boy in there and he's just like meat skewer meat skewer giant hunk of fish excellent Excellent. so it was fun we had a great evening it was great i mean and then we came home to like greg i think this road to wrestlemania i think triple h was very honest when he started this show by saying it we took a hard left turn and now the road's on fire
1: yeah uh it seems that way uh when, when what time did you actually start watching the show last night uh this morning you watched this morning? Okay, so I, I started in last night after the show went off air. I kind of started from the beginning
0: with that rewind button or that fast-forward button. Hand, so, <laughs> And I think, I will say to you, if you don't have to watch a show live, uh, that you are probably going to be okay. So, uh, and I think that's great. Like, I think waiting is always a good idea. Like, because... It's not that it's bad. I or start 30 minutes into it. I mean, unless you really want to sit through commercials and recaps, it makes a huge difference. I now remember why I used to watch Smackdown. Like I exclusively watched Smackdown Saturday morning with a bowl of cereal in my hand.
1: Yeah. I uh, it's so great though like you and I have as we've said on this podcast many times before. What we try to do is try never to watch Smackdown live and start it at, like 30 40 minutes late. Mm. And then you can just fast forward through some of the stuff, and some of the stuff actually, I did stay and watch. Mm. But yeah, you, you know, you can be liberal on that fast forward button uh, to get through. I mean, it's just those bloody commercial breaks too. That's mm. just like, all right, I know you're going street commercial when when you're coming out. So
0: yeah, how about this? Let's start with the noticeable change. I think tonight was the first time I genuinely noticed a huge Pete. Uh, say Pete done, but it's more like the other done uh he's done 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 and i think we got a totally different style
1: um yeah and i'm liking it like there's we're seeing subtle changes every week um there's a couple of moments here in this show that i literally laughed out loud watching um probably woke my wife who was passed out with nyquil
0: next to me but uh yeah how about the uh the just the way we do like interview segments or we see things like guys getting their gear on and stretching in the back like I just think those things it feels it's not like they went over the top and they forgot that they're a sports entertainment company but they there's a little more sport in our entertainment. I would agree. I also I, would agree. I also learned something very valuable tonight which was instead of typing my notes out furiously I leaned into my millennial in this and I started taking pictures. Like whenever they put more than one face on a screen, I took a picture.
1: Interesting. Cause then I, I
0: I can screenshotting essentially as you go. Yeah. Because like when they put the 12 people that are in this tournament and all the matches over the next couple of shows, I was like, why am I typing this all out when I can just, I don't type as fast as I can read these names to you. Yeah. All right. So let's start where we always start, because I don't think we're allowed to start a SmackDown without starting with a recap. Number one. (laughs) And this is a recap of our stuff from Vegas, which cues up our episode of SmackDown. Greg, what episode and where are we coming from tonight?
1: Oh, right. This is uh, episode 1,277
0: from Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City. Oh, and the Queen is uh, at home working on her knee. Uh, get well soon, yeah. Charlotte. I hope that you and Hubby are having some time. Like, he's obviously back, but I don't know if we're going to see him till after now until after Mania.
1: Um, I, I, I didn't watch Raw, but I did listen to your review. I don't remember him being mentioned. Is he just kind of, we saw him in, at Royal Rumble,
0: and then we're just going to what kind of ignore that for a little bit? What's his best case scenario? He is in the chamber not winning? yeah so fair. so we don't I mean, they don't need them I,
1: th- there's a lot of those when, when we saw the uh qualifier matches later uh in the night and who's on this graphic that we're going to be able to talk about in a second there's
0: a lot of the some of the things just don't belong here well and uh well i see i think the opposite i think they i think we're in a couple of big swerves along the way but even tonight like you could have theoretically you could have seen either guy win
1: Uh, um
0: which one, the first match or the second? Both. I think I think you had four guys who are main eventers who are I mean, other than Sammy, everybody who wrestled to try to get in the chamber tonight is a former world champion. Uh
1: yeah, I would agree. Former world champions, sure. Um,
0: but I did not have any um You didn't have any hope that the guys who lost were actually gonna be the, those were the losers going into this for you.
1: Yeah, you when you saw that screen, you're like, okay, you're eating a loss. Okay, you're eating a loss. Like, that's what I felt when
0: I saw this graphic come up. I was just like, yeah, uh, I think we know where this is going. Well, yeah, and the swerve. I mean, Monday, you're going to have, uh, a, I've, some people will say a, an upset. And yeah, so Triple H comes out. All right. We'll see. I'm bopping around with my headphones on this morning, watching this on my iPad. And it's bow down to the game. And I'm just, it. I love Triple H's theme. And I'm glad he got a great reaction. Okay.
1: He didn't do the water bottle spit as he went into the ring. Did he do it when he came out? Because I think I'd fast forward too fast. I'm like, okay, but Trips, you got to give us that. I know it's going to ruin your suit, like ruin your shirt. But goddamn, I just need that like water spit scene, right? But it's the
0: wrong song. The other Motorheads, no. no. He, used to, he used to do it in Bad out to the Game too. Yeah, but he he generally did it with the other song. And this is his COO, and he's not Triple H anymore. He's Paul Triple H Levesque. Yeah, I suppose. But I mean,
1: I just want that 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 moment every time he comes out. Like, listen, he, he it, I, okay. It would be like the equivalent of if we erased history. But, like, there was a famous strut when (laughs) someone came to the ring that was, like, we're not going to talk about any of that stuff. Oh, But it's like, okay. Wait, no, no, hold on. I thought you
0: meant meant Ric Flair.
1: No, I was talking
0: about uh, Double J. yeah okay so but both those guys have famous struts those struts are awesome they
1: have a a famous strut when they were coming like when they were in the ring like you expect to see that it's like randy orton you're gonna see that draping ddt every time you're gonna see that power slam every time right like you expect this certain move set so that's i i just want to see like i don't think he needs to you know um put a pedigree on uh on uh, nick aldis Adam, no, no, the other guy, Adam Pierce. Pierce. I could remember, same for a second. Like, we did, listen, it might damage Nick Aldiss's suit, the hardest working performer, best performer, uh, as voted by me and SNME's uh, best of show in 2023.
0: So I got to tell you, Greg, I absolutely loved Triple H's promo. I love the the inside lines about, you know, no people knowing their roles, and I don't care where you sit at the table, that Cody's the main event. And if you, and if you don't like, there's people in the back who may not like this, and it doesn't matter what they think, that he was he was awesome. And then Nick Aldis yes. talking about Seth's path. This makes Seth's title look way better. Yes, Cody picked the other title. But essentially, we have 12 wrestlers willing to go through Elimination Chamber to get to Seth.
1: Yes, but uh, I... Uh... I don't know if I'm with you on the making Seth's title look better because, goddamn, Roman Reigns destroyed that fucking thing last week. And, uh, oh, and at the press conference. Like, I, and at the press conference, Trey. Right? So I'm, um, I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna do to to build this back i i guess like we're gonna see some some of this stuff but man oh man he he
0: really did a number so one of the good things though is like when AEW has their tournaments uh something like an elimination chamber where you have qualifiers build structure i wish they did this with the rumble like they have such a large gap between pay-per-view and the rumble in december yeah. Do this, dude. This is great because this qual these qualifiers, whether there's believability or not, it, even if you're the loser in these qualifiers for someone like Ivar, who there's no ho- sweet, holy chance in hell he's getting into this chamber. Boy, does it make him look like a credible challenger? Just being one, like essentially this is Ivar's one of the top 12 male competitors in on WWE's roster.
1: I love that idea um, as long as WWE sticks to it, right? Like WWE announced people who are coming to the Rumble who are going to be in the Rumble, like Mustafa hey, Ali. Chad Gable. Chad Gable, um,
0: Akira Tozawa. <laughs> still waiting for them. Yeah, they haven't arrived. So, okay, you're not wrong. and But I do think, I'm hoping somebody listens to this podcast and I hope some intern has found this podcast can you slip over to Triple H and say qualifiers for Money in the Bank, please?
1: Qualifiers for Money in the Bank, qualifiers for Royal Rumble, qualifiers for maybe even Survivor Series. Like, there's
0: lots of things that you could do qualifiers for. Qualifiers for Elimination Chamber. And even, like, even if your main event scene is set up, occasionally a tournament, one on Raw, one on SmackDown, winner gets either tag titles, winner gets... Um, IC title or U.S. title champion shot. We just saw that, right? We just saw, we're going to see that tonight. So, yeah. This And this whole show has a, has a perfect structure because we have, I mean, essentially, everybody who's going to be on the Elimination Chamber, minus Nia Jax, has gone through several matches to win in order to get their titles opportunity or get into the match that they're getting. Yeah. Nia Jax took the shortcut and just attacked Rhea. Yeah. So Drew McIntyre comes out. And first of all, I I haven't bought a WWE t-shirt in a couple of years. This may be the first WWE t-shirt I need to buy. Which one? The, the, the Drew McIntyre meme shirt where he's pointing at CM Punk's grave. Okay, I didn't notice his shirt. <laughs> Dude. Okay, hold on. You Google it I'm right shopping, now. I'm doing WWE shop.com right now. See if it's available. And so Drew McIntyre comes out and he reminds us that... It was him who took out Punk. He talked Cody into the match. And when he wouldn't listen, he beat some sense into him. Cody's going to finish his story at WrestleMania. You're welcome. And now I'm going to rescue the world title because that's best for business. As he looks at Triple H, I love this Drew McIntyre. He's a tweener in all the sense of the word. But he is like, he's a, a modern day smart ass version of Steve Austin
1: out uh, C- CM Punk's WrestleMania event 2024 to 2024. Yes, this is amazing.
0: <laughs> yes, for those of you who haven't seen it, it is Drew McIntyre whose head has been superimposed onto a classic meme and the gravestone now says CM Punk uh, WrestleMania 2024 to 2024 and it's Drew McIntyre WrestleMania, yeah. and, and WrestleMania main event and it's Drew McIntyre hanging out by the grave. <laughs> I was going to say uh, we're going to put that link in the show notes. <laughs> And uh, for those of you who have blamed other people, we were the ones on the worst of show that were all about burying CM Punk. Although to his credit, if you watch that press conference, he's so good on that press conference.
1: Uh, who CM Punk was? Yeah. So I ignored when they were
0: doing the panel stuff and just kind of watched the press conference part stuff. There was about 20 references so. to him saying, you know, you can punch Man. I mean, it doesn't matter that he's the he's on the board of directors. you can punch him in the face if you want. Like lines like that where he was clearly making jokes about himself and his Aew situation. I was like, you're the man. Oh, that's hysterical. He's it listen, I think that I think that he should be brought around first. If he's that well, you know what'd be a great thing for him to do? Like, especially where he's being this honest about his situation in AEW and some of the mistakes he's made, send him to the performance center. Let him be if Booker T wasn't on NXT this week, and maybe he's not gonna be on for a while. If Booker T's off for a while, then send him down there as to be the color guy. That would be a balls and he literally can have a class at the performance center. CM Punk's what not to do in wrestling class. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Match number one, AJ versus Drew McIntyre. And the story of this match is Drew is way bigger than AJ, so AJ is going to try and chop him down. And of course, the best part of this whole thing is that we get L.A. Knight on commentary. (laughs) Ooh. That's that's the wrong sound. That's not the right button. Oh, f- dang it. All right, so we get LA Knight on commentary. Yeah. <sighs> there. I'm leaving the extra one in though. I was so excited right. when LA Knight came out and he was on commentary. You have no idea. This is this was just great. So Drew and AJ are just kicking the shit out of each other. And I don't normally curse, Greg, but holy cow. Yeah, they uh <laughs> they were laying into it last night. AJ hits his blitz of strikes and they look like every one of them hits and they're just beating each other down. Drew dodges a phenomenal forearm and knocks AJ to the outside. Uh, We get a commercial break in here. So back from commercial yeah, Drew is just chopping at AJ outside. And yeah, when AJ hits that blitz again, it's, oh man. AJ gets almost... So AJ, this match concludes with AJ getting almost thrown into LA Knight. And LA Knight is so funny. Besides his hilariousness on commentary, which I can't recap all the lines, he just tips the water over on the table and it drips on AJ. And this has AJ freaking out. This leads to them getting into each other's face. Drew attacks from behind. We get back into the ring. AJ catches Drew and, and, and has him in a... He has them all rolled up in a in a small like a small package roll up. He's got them. Yeah. But the referee is distracted by LA Knight and Drew gets up and hits the claim more and wins, even though his knee's shot. Greg, this was just perfect. This was everything I wanted. The there is a chance though. I think LA Knight is supposed we should get in this chamber, but maybe we get Ivar in the chamber because AJ screws LA Knight. Um, sure.
1: If if Ivar makes it to the chamber, Ivar is taking the pin in the chamber. So, um, but I could see that. I could see LA Knight then having AJ Styles for,
0: for WrestleMania. Yes, that is a possibility. We could also get, or we could get some. We get something like he needs a dance partner, and it's starting to look like if Kevin Owens gets into the chamber and Logan Paul gets into the chamber, that might lead to that match, and. Uh, Randy Orton's in the chamber and so is Drew McIntyre. I could even see a scenario where both of them end up, something happens and they both end up as declared winners in the chamber or there's some weird double pin and you put Seth in a three way match just to make sure his knee is going to be okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's lots of options. So
0: there's, there's some, but Ivar, I mean, Ivar, if Ivar gets into the chamber, we could have Ivar and Oh, my gosh. Big Bronson Reed in the chamber together. <laughs> yeah. One of these things just doesn't belong here. Oh,
1: it's Ivar. Big Actually,
0: is it Br- you think it's Ivar or Bronson. Reed and don't belong there. But don't belong there. OK, but if you're in the chamber, let's be honest. The there's always a couple of guys in the chamber who are not winning. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. they're just there because they're big dudes who can go, and they're catchers for the guys who are going to jump and do dumb things. Okay, so... Yeah, in the middle of the night, our time. The, well, I mean, stupid early morning. Yeah, well, just get up. Listen, that's going to be a night where we are going to do the shortest SmackDown review in the history of time. Go to bed and get up and watch... Uh, get up and have have that show in our jam-jams.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess. Is that... That's going to be a tape... I, I'm assuming SmackDown's going to be taped, maybe? Uh, it's
0: being taped in Australia, so we're going to watch a taped show. They're taping SmackDown the night before in Australia? Uh, Well, the day before in Australia. Like, they're taping it, like, Friday night in Australia, which is going to be, like, yeah, middle of the night for us. Friday morning yeah. for us. So yeah. the results will be out. We may... Maybe we'll do one of our classic... We know what the results are, and we'll decide whether we're going to record the show shows. Oh, um... I'm liking that idea, and then we'll go to bed early and get up, and uh, you know, we're uh, maybe we should throw our hat in the ring and say, "Hey, we'll be up. We we can be your Saturday morning buddies, depending on Greg's hockey schedule."
1: That's what I'm looking at right now.
0: Actually, you go look I'm at like, your how am I getting? This? You go look at your I, hockey uh, schedule, I, and I'll continue the show. Yeah. So, All right. Sammy Zane sounds good. So, Sammy Zayn and Randy Orton is our main event tonight. Sammy cuts an emotional promo talking about how he was in the middle of. Uh, the biggest run of his career last year and now he has to go he has the worst path to the elimination chamber going through a 13 time champion maybe the greatest of all time and I agree with him I was like dude like why didn't you get Ivar I don't know I I feel like we're picking on Ivar how come you didn't get Bronson Reed heck the Miz He would Miz would have been a good draw for him Miz would have been a great draw for him so Pretty deadly's on the docks. And this is an NXT promo, if I've ever seen one. They're talking about how it's WrestleMania season. They can see Lizzie in the clouds. And they look up and see a cloud uh, superimposed Queen Elizabeth. I love it. And Th- this,
1: that literally made me laugh out loud. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is amazing and c- terrible
0: all at the same time. Why are you upset? Well, look at my hand. And he's just got like scotch tape wrapped all around it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're uh. they're going to make a road to wrestlemania. I really hope for wrestlemania, being that the tag division is this good, that we just get a giant tournament leading to a tag team tournament for wrestlemania. And I would love I could see a thing where we get four, we do like a ladder match maybe at wrestlemania for the tag titles. Maybe something. I hope that we get like four to f- four or five teams in with um our champs because i think balor and priest are amazing and they deserve a spot in wrestlemania because they've held the title so long but also i want to see some of these other teams that are yeah the best okay i'm gonna say this AEW may have some of the best tag teams but right now the wwe tag division is is somehow better than the AEW one because it's actually has progress fair it's it's terrible to say but like the best i would say maybe the best one of the best matches on tv this week may have it's maybe that tag match coming up in a little bit yeah yeah quite possibly so you know what (laughs) uh it's been too long greg i have to play my favorite sound effect recap number two (gasps) this time on purpose hey did you know that bailey and damage control broke up last week
1: I did in fact and uh from our crack research team there is no smackdown in Australia it's a double taping uh next friday night.
0: Oh, well then do we yeah then we'll have then we can talk. We definitely will.
1: We definitely will have a abbreviated smackdown in advance of the
0: Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Yeah, cuz what's the point? Like that means it's in the can for a week. Good for the guys though and gals, they get a little break before they have to go on an overseas trip. Yeah. Love it. So yeah, Meechin versus Bianca Belair. Story of this match is that Meechin tries to use their speed. They do a good job of highlighting the fact that Meechin got some cool offense, but this ends with a KOD and the person we thought was going to win wins.
1: What do we did anyone actually believe that Meechin was going to win this? Like honestly, if you are put you know, put a comment in, <laughs> in the post, but like Honestly, when you saw it's gonna be Bianca Belair to qualify and Meachin to qualify for the chamber.
0: One of these people yeah, was anyone have- One of these people was at the press conference, the other one was Bianca Belair. Uh, yeah. More like that. Sorry, I got that wrong. One of these people was at the press conference, yeah, knew- the other one is Mechin.
1: Yeah, that I knew what you meant, and I just
0: kind of yeah, I went with it. But God, this wasn't oh my heart breaks for Meechin, because she is so good. It's just they don't. She needs to turn heel. That whole faction should just you know, turn heel. Do
1: you know what? I can see Michin looking to replace or be that that base person, that natty type, to to help out as the the yardstick, if
0: you will. Yeah, the the gatekeeper. But the only thing as I hope yeah. is that if she stays in this company long enough, give she is too good not to have, at the very least, the tag titles. Like she. She needs to run with something just to say, so that when the day comes, when, you know, they like put one woman a year in, like you're looking around some of the women they have now. I hope nobody forgets Beachin's great. She is, she is yeah. a solid wrestler. Recap number three. <laughs> hey, Greg, press conferences. Yes, we have them. Yeah. And they were great and they did a good job. So that was it's funny. Out of all the things that this week in WWE, that was probably the most must-see thing you had to see. the The press conference, mm-hmm. yeah. So Braun Breakers in the back, and tr- he's a tr- he's dressed up all nice. He's a he's a top prospect, and he's trying to get Triple H's advice. Paul Heyman cuts him off, and basically, Paul Heyman gets you know Triple H gets his back up, and he doesn't want to deal with Paul Heyman, and he's fine. I'll be back next week, and I'll be back with the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. And then he leaves, comes back, oh, and The Rock. And then leaves again. Yeah. Yep, so that's what we're getting next week. Rock's showing up way more than I thought he was before WrestleMania. I'm curious as to what we're actually going to see with The Rock at WrestleMania at this point. It's not a straight path. And Triple H said it in his promo, we took a hard left and the road's on fire.
1: I would... So someone said, I don't know if it was on our board or if I read it on Twitter or whatever, so I apologize that I'm not crediting this properly, but someone said, man, if Triple H could still go, what it would be like to see Cody Rhodes and Triple H versus The Rock and Roman
0: Reigns night one. at WrestleMania? Night one. And then like, night two amazing. have the and night two have the other one. I wish they had somebody that could be... Some veteran, and maybe that's where we're going with this because there is a guy I wonder what his contract status is. When is Dustin free? Oh, that's a great question, dude. If listen, if Tony Khan is the guy he says he is and he's the fan of wrestling, and this is Dustin's last year, and that was that's even remotely possible as a main event for night one or even a bit marquee match on night one, that would be incredible because and that's Dustin's last match could you imagine that's Dustin's last wrestling match he gets to have a main a mania match and then put it put it drop his boots in the ring and you know what the best part about that is Roman could pin Dustin on in the last match or Rock could pin Dustin Cody then has this doubt going into the main event oh yeah book it Tony Khan, free Dustin Rhodes.
1: I'm seeing if I can get September 2024 is when his contract is uh, supposed to be uh, up.
0: Screw it. Let him go. Come on. Come on. And then we put Dustin in the, oh, Dustin, go down to Performance Center and become Dusty 2.0. I'm booking it. I'm booking That's what I'm dreaming. And it's not going to happen, so uh, I blame Tony Khan. I also blame myself a little bit for dreaming this big. Bailey promo is our next thing. She cuts a baby face promo where she talks about how much damage control meant, but she's not an idiot. She saw this thing coming. I was waiting for like a bullying angle with this, her to say, and she kind of hinted to it, like she knows what this is like. The interesting twist was Dakota Kai coming out and saying, you haven't been talking to me. You've ghosted me. And then like, you're not sure where Dakota Kai is. Then the Japanese end of damage control comes out all the champs with their belts. They're going to get Bailey and Dakota Kai saves her. And I love this. Right. They just need one more. Um, save Tegan Knox from Natty Neidhart and bring her over. Cause Tegan and Dakota were a great tag team in NXT. They're real life friends. And we could get a six person match at, we could get Tegan and Dakota Kai wrestling in Australia with Bailey against the three members of damage control simple like it's not, it's not even a big match. it's a big match for them yeah so greg do you what do you think how did you enjoy did you enjoy bailey's first heel baby Bayes promo in like years uh what
1: i loved is seeing in the background a sign that says uh i, I can't remember it said hug me or i want a hug or something and i was just like oh man
0: it, it's great i want the inflatable guys back so do I, 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 I I'm I all down with WWE By the music I would love if she came back out To her happy music I would love it Would love it a- And don't do it until Wrestlemania That's the surprise she comes out in, in a retro Look for Wrestlemania Oh that would be amazing Yep that's just don't tell us it's coming And just let her slowly Become more likable as the weeks come on Oh we get another promo and (laughs) we hear from Randy Orton who says he's learned that he knows how to strike. And well, I'll wait for Roman Reigns, he's got his own things to deal with tonight. I'm going to go after Sammy. And if things go the way I want, I'll be in the elimination chamber. And the three most destructive words in elimination chamber will be RKO. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Man, Randy Orton. Why is he going into an elimination chamber with his bad back? I don't know. I don't know why he needs this. It's star power for that match, that's for sure. Like I, you sit, look around, and who's who's available. He's probably the biggest star not involved in the main event picture at WrestleMania. Yeah, fair. That's fair. So the Pride is now in the back, and they're cutting a promo, and it's the Street Profits acting as hype men as well as B Fab. So Bobby Lashley is here with his two kids, and he's his new adopted daughter, B Fab. Who who is like, yeah, this to me makes no friggin' sense, right?
1: like Especially when you have oh, I don't know, one of these guys' wives who's being heavily promoted, which by the way a uh, little spoiler for those in Canada, I haven't watched it yet, but I did see it because uh, it's on Disney Plus the love and WWE so uh, while well, you don't have stars, whatever it is is on in the States you can get it at Disney plus.
0: Yeah. It's the, it's going to be the story in the next couple of years. Like we used to be screwed with digital entertainment and you need stuff, but yeah, it's on Disney plus here in Canada. We're going to get all of our WD programming through Netflix next year. We are uh, finally getting decent stuff here in Canada and not hidden behind one of the major media companies. Uh, There's definitely a rant about Bell and their uh, shitty treatment of employees this week that could be done, but I'll leave that to somebody else. Yeah. So yeah. the pride the pride's there. Uh Bobby Lashley's losing this match, right? Uh
1: yeah, 100%. Bobby Lashley is 100% losing this match to Bronson
0: Reed. Yeah, Now, what are you crazy? Bronson Reed is a local that needs to be on the show. Yeah, 100%. And the only question is Get out of here. Is, get out of here. <laughs> final testament, Greg, is the final testament costing Bobby the match? Let's let you predict this before raw.
1: Okay, I hadn't considered that part. Yeah, no. Bobby Lashley's gonna make it in the chamber. Bobby Lashley's going to Australia.
0: No way, dude. You I thought you were kidding. No, definitely. Bronson Reed isn't he's from New Zealand. He's getting in this match. You think so? I think the final testament screws Bobby. And that sets up our WrestleMania match where it's like the four of them. And that's why B Fab is in this right. group, is that four and four. And the only thing I will say is yes, I think Bianca will be better in this group. But Bianca's a big enough star; she gets focused. This is a way to get Beefab. If you're keeping her on the roster, she needs to be on TV.
1: Okay, I mean, yeah, all right. You're making a very logical argument, um, and I can see that. Busy uh, belong in
0: that chamber. No, well, that is Ivar, uh, but Ivar is going to end up in this chamber because AJ is going to get revenge, and so then we got these two definitely. big guys who have had some great matches on Raw, who are both big, big dudes, and they're they're both also slightly insane so ivark does that stupid moonsault and bronson likes to jump off of high things they're gonna fly around that chamber they're gonna fly like ricochet around that chamber
1: yeah you're right and yeah he's not new zealand he's actually from adelaide australia so yeah he's in all right he's gonna make it in the stupid chamber does he belong there probably not but sure why not all right Fair best match of the night when I saw it. Like, I I wasn't thinking that, but when I saw that picture last night, I'm like, you got no hope in hell, dude.
0: But okay, I can see where you're coming from. Also, Bobby Lashley's damn near fitty. What the hell does he want to be in that chamber for? Um, yeah, he okay to do Bobby Lashley things, but if he's in that chamber and he's not winning, why go in there and take bumps on steel? Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, if we're putting freaking Randy Orton in. Yeah, but the difference is Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton thinks he's on borrowed time and he wants to do all the things he doesn't like. He's not been in very many chambers. I think he just wants the experience. Fair. Where Bobby Lashley, I think he can wrestle another 20 years. If, uh, <laughs> maybe not that long, but sure. No, but in all seriousness, I'd say five or six more years. And Bobby looks if I when I when you tell people Bobby's 50, damn near 50, you're like, wait, what? It's not possible. He looks great. And in roles like this, where he's like the mouthpiece for a faction or the heavy for a faction, and he can just be the hype man for the Street Profits. Yeah. Like, how how often do you think Bobby's wrestling these days? Once a month?
1: Yeah. Well, he's on the Roman Reigns schedule.
0: Which, yes, except that he shows up more often and, and actually is there mentoring his guys. Okay, bet, yeah. let's go back. Let's go to our, our favorite match of the night. I think I can speak for both of us by saying Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn, not British Strong Style versus DIY, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champa. These guys, holy okay, cow. First, I got to start
1: with, I obviously do not watch a lot of Raw. Yeah. But the last time I saw Tommaso Ciampa, he was um, much more, how do I say this nicely? Long in the tooth, I think is what we used to call it. He's gray. He was great, and I'm like, he he he's, he's gone, Vince. Like, sorry, I
0: I dropped the V word here. Okay, so when so when Tommaso goes heal, he doesn't he stops dying his gear beard and lets it grow wild, and when he turns into face, he tightens it up and, and then is just fomenting that sucker to death.
1: I got it. All right, I like it, but it was just like I had forgotten. I was like, wait, oh damn, right.
0: So early on, DIY uh, DIY takes the advantage. We get Champa. Uh, dodging the moonsault, Pete Dunne putting him on the table. Gargano hits a beautiful dive, and then Champa knees uh, done in the head, and the two of them are there clapping in the crowd, sitting on the apron. Uh, DIY is has isolated Tyler Bate; they're working him over. We just start getting crazy moves. The the pump kick poison Rana is was insane. The timing on that was yeah. all the guys involved in that deserve credit. We get a bunch of different blind tags and dives to the outside. We had a Project Champa that powerbomb onto the knees just looked devastating. But eventually, Tyler, they have Tyler look isolated. He fights back. There's a blowing tag by Butch, and he hits the bitter end. Like, all of these guys are great. It is great that we're going to get uh, British Strong Style, basically the best two wrestlers that came out of the NXT UK system may, uh no okay so Gunther's definitely the best but the next the next the two best actual british wrestlers that came out of the UK wrestling are now getting highlighted on the main roster and i don't think they're winning the titles cuz i think that until i don't think that this is going to blow up yet but yeah i'm glad they're they're getting a main event spot yeah greg yeah. was this the best you you haven't seen as much of these guys as i have like were you impressed with the combination between diy and british strong Cell? like the just the fluid nation nature of this match
1: um i am sad with this match only because it was a one-off like this is something that you could have done as a multi um like a multi match series or something like that and and that's what I'm sad for here that maybe they they could have done like a best two out of three for who got a judgment day or something and given them a chance to really uh show some of the stuff off.
0: This is a is to me this is that classic that indie style everybody talks about but it was way safer than some of the stuff you see in in quote-unquote indie style. Like there was none of these moves where I was like one of these guys is going to get really hurt. The closest that happened was right. Champa catching his leg, or uh, Gargano catching his tips of his toes when he's trying to do that diving DDT to the outside. And Greg, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, if it, I would, when they showed the second angle, you saw very, very quickly. Uh, I don't know if it was Pete Dunne who took the took the move on the outside or Tyler Bate. I think it was Pete. He moved quickly to get to Gargano to make sure he didn't crash. So, like, I yeah. this is what I would call safer indie style, and I love it. Like, love all these guys. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Dom's promo in the back. This might be the highlight of this whole thing, Greg. Dom. This is the best part of the show. This this segment. Dom cuts a great promo, and he should automatically get his spot. And whoever he sees, he's gonna punch him in the mouth. And it's Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens says next week on SmackDown he gets Dom, and Dom's gonna get his shot. And when he punches him in the face and he and he hurts him, it's gonna be dedicated to Rey Mysterio. And then what was already glorious got went to the next yep. level because our truth comes in, That's right. and he confuses Kevin Owens with the Miz, which is amazing to begin with. And then. Right basically calls out the miz for being or kevin owens as the miz for being on the wrong show and you don't want nick to catch you and he goes nick mysterio no nick aldis you're on you're on the nick he's gonna kick you out of the show my dog oh my god i don't think any of this was scripted i just think this was the two best uh improvers on the roster just riffing
1: uh uh, it, this was amazing. This is, I need this in my life. I need more of this in my life. I need, I need me some R truth. And th- okay, objectively, I may not be 100% objective in this, but we had a lot of chance through the night. We had the LA Knights. We had, you know, we want Cody. We had this stuff. Honest to God, I think that the We Want Our Truth was the loudest
0: chant of the night here. So, I think that Miz is going to be the biggest beneficiary out of this. So, here's what I'm I'm picturing for WrestleMania. Some sort of that tag match I was talking about, and Truth and Miz are in it. And Truth and Miz win the tag titles. Interesting. So, you have four or five tag teams in there, maybe six, and Truth and Miz yep. win the tag titles, just because there's no way you can give Truth a singles title. He's just no he can't go at that level
1: i saw a stat this morning do you know who wwe's most winning this champion is of all time it's our truth 59 title reigns because he got like 52 uh
0: 24 7 titles that is so great right I not that I need to see more Ric Flair in my life, but that would be so funny to have him and Ric Flair. Ric Flair is rolling over in his uh, grave, and he's, and not, he's, he's not even, not even there. Yep. Uh, they can count all the world titles they want. They count all those phantom changes on AEW, but we all know the truth: the greatest champion of all time is our truth. One hundred percent. Okay, so we find Logan Paul in the back, and essentially he's bitching because he flew all the way here to wrestle, and he and his match wasn't advertised. This is very clever. I, I got to give WWE credit. Normally, they just ignore the fact they book matches and and then cancel them.
1: But he's getting. Well, they 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 said yeah who he was going to face, but they didn't.
0: Did they actually say last week that he was going to have a match? He on the was going to have a mystery match against somebody of Nick Aldous's choosing. And instead, they covered for it by saying that he'll have a match next week against the Miz. It, uh like very clever that they acknowledge that they screwed up yeah. the booking. That's like that's not WWE. Yeah. Greg, why would they do that? No, it's not. Okay, so here's our matches that we have coming up. So I screenshotted these. So for Raw, we have did we ever go over who was in the tournament, by the way? No, we didn't. Okay. So Randy Orton, Bronson Reed, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, AJ Styles, The Miz, but AJ's already out by this point. We have Bobby Lashley, Ivar, Drew McIntyre. We have Sami Zayn, Dominic Mysterio, and LA Knight. And by this point in the night, we've kind of figured out who's wrestling who, and we start getting announcements. So on Raw this week, we are going to have big Bronson Reed versus Bobby Lashley in one qualifier, and LA Knight versus Ivar. And you could either have the predictable route, which is the main eventers, go in, or you could have outside interference take out both LA Knight and Bobby Lashley, and you have the two giant that dudes who like to jump off of things in there like i don't i can see a case for all of this and that's what makes this raw interesting yeah yeah okay all right so over on the other side you have logan paul and the miz i think that's a pretty obvious that logan paul is going to go do something stupid in the chamber right yep i would agree and kevin owens and dom Mysterio, and i can't see a reason that dom's getting in this no, I can't either. And I think it all comes down to if Logan Paul's in, so is Kevin Owens because they have to interact.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's very fair. I was just thinking, like, what kind of scenario could I cook up with, uh, Mommy coming out and helping, uh, uh Nick and Tom Aldis, uh, Nick and Tom Mysterio, sorry, to get into the chamber.
0: So yeah, can you imagine if we got all of the like what I would call upsets, Bronson? Ivar, Miz, and Dominic Mysterio all in the chamber. Against uh, Big D and... Uh, Big, R. Um, Big R. Big R. The three R. most devastating words. And now on the other side, I. Um, so, w- speaking of one of these things is not like the other, Shotzi is wrestling Tiffany Stratton. Oh yeah, I saw that one. That's next week. Oh, that's going to be funny as all hell. And Naomi versus Selena Vega. Uh, yeah. Also, funny as all hell. Yeah, but the, the,
1: the Tiffy one is gonna be, uh, gonna be easy to watch.
0: Yeah, and I would also say, like, Zelina Vega, you could see some LWO stuff in that that one, and have her be cost by the, the other ongoing feud of two factions. Sure, sure. Our main event this evening is Sami Zayn. Who was, by the way, in the main event in the biggest uh, storyline of all time last year? I hate him. <laughs> Versus Randy Orton. So oh, freaking <laughs> much. Ark, the underdog dog from the underground, is trying to get past Orton. And I mean, he starts hot, but it, and eventually, and he has the advantage of going to the commercial by dropping Randy Orton onto the desk. We come back and. Sammy's on the attack. He's working over the back of Orton. He's he is. They're talking about how cerebral he is. And Orton hits a superplex. <laughs> Why? Because he has to. He has not hit one of those since he came back. So yeah. we get some great counters here where Sammy gets some roll-ups avoiding the RKO, even after the draping DDT. But the end, I got to give Sammy credit. That was awesome. He jump does his thing where he dives over and he gets on the middle rope and he bounces back. And when he as soon as he hits on the ground, Orton catches him and RKOs him. Yeah. It was no, it was good. It was a great RKO finish. You knew yeah. what you were getting from this. Sammy is not one of the push guys going into mania, unfortunately. And uh Orton is so Orton and Big D. And RKO stand in the middle of the ring, staring at each other. And they're both looking at the WrestleMania sign. It is pointing t- season, Greg. You have to point. It you is. have to point all the time. And it is pointing season, Brad. And now our Raw and SmackDown have some structure because we have to get women ready for their chamber. We have to get men ready for their chamber. And I'd say we're going to probably build up a couple of six-man tags to, to pad out the undercard there. Yeah, seems that way. Or or gender matches or something. I would say that the LWO stuff cooled off tonight because they're not involved with this tournament at all. And I think we're waiting no. for Ray to come back to finish that part of it. And on the other uh, faction warfare, we're getting the Final Testament and Bobby. And well, I hope they start calling them the Pride. Like, I just want the names to be established. And... Yeah, at this point, I... Yeah, that that got dropped pretty quick, eh? They haven't really said that name at all. I bet you there's a copyright issue.
1: Oh, maybe. I I wonder if it's, like, the submission sorority uh, porn thing, like, from years ago.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that one, dude. That's... Yeah.
1: Whenever I think of, like, names that get dropped and you're, like, copyright thing, that's the one I go to immediately. And... uh, Because that was Ruby (laughs) Riot's. Was
0: that Ruby host group, right? Uh, no, swish, submission sorority was, or was Paige. Paige and Charlotte and Becky when they were all like brand new onto the roster. So that was our, oh my God, like that was, that was the intern should have been fired right away because how do you not get that one?
1: Yeah. It,
0: it was one of those, mm, maybe you got fired so greg yeah, charlotte becky and Paige. yeah i i remember this now and i was like my son jokes about this one all the time so greg what the the that the, the, that like the Goog- yeah how how do you not google that
1: do you remember when that was no
0: 2015 oh my gosh that was almost 10 years ago wow yeah Charlotte and Becky have been on the main roster for over a, and have been on the main roster for over a decade well almost yeah. wow crazy okay well crazy now that we feel old let's take it to something that makes me feel even older the Smackdown synopsis this is your Smackdown as we need to finish wrapping up this show, because I think my daughter and my wife are going prom dress shopping. Oh, lovely. I was going to say, I have to be at the door in 15 minutes. So yeah, we do. Okay. Let's do this really quickly. So Greg, let's go back and uh, we are going to do yas and boos for our, if you, if you do the, if you do the, I will,
1: I will just, I will give you a,
0: a visual effect so You know what to do. Okay. So Greg, we are gonna start with the opening uh promo with triple H and and uh, everything up to big D. So I right. so you've made your decision so yeah. we are, there we go. you're we keeping that Greg. Uh, Drew McIntyre comes out. <laughs> what do you want to do with that?
1: Uh, we don't have it in the middle one, do we? Um, no, yeah. all right. yeah.
0: There we go. Easy. It's a short yeah. All right. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go with the longer yeahs from now on. So that's pronounced. You either get the yeah or the boo. The boo means you're cut. The right. yeah means you're staying. Yeah. Match one: AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. Craig, you're like being an easy marker today. So we're keeping that match. Right. Go back and watch it. It was Hell they yeah. they kicked the crap out of each other. Sami Zayn cutting his can I make it to the big show promo. So because they screwed me last year, so I don't want to see this again. How about Pretty Deadly and the Queen? Greg has a soft spot for the Queen in his heart. I knew this one was staying. I do. The women's qualifying match, Gregory. What are we doing with this? (gasps) Oh, Greg.
1: This This could have been a digital exclusive and a superstar KOD win.
0: How about Braun Breaker, Paul Heyman, Triple H in the back? Yeah. I got to get faster. with clicking my sound effects. I might cut this up in post. I, I'm not even going to lie. Bailey's going to cut a promo, Greg. Yeah. Wow. We're we're like, do you know that we've kept like eight, 85% of I, SmackDown so far? I know. Okay. Randy Orton's cutting a promo, Greg. What do you want to do? Oh, no. Randy Orton. <laughs> Okay, and then <laughs> I know what you're doing with this one already. I don't even have to say it. What do you want to do with the pride, Greg? What? Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Because I was not ready. I was sure you were cutting this beyond belief. Greg, why did you keep this? Uh, just for your reaction. Oh my gosh. Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champa. Yeah. Gotta keep that. That was so good. Uh be- maybe up. the best match of the week, at least the best matches I've seen this week. Uh swerve and honorable mention to swerve and hangman, the 30-minute draw. But like this is WWE style, so I I I grade on a curve. <laughs> what do you want to do with Logan Paul in the back? Oh, Greg. Uh but you missed something. What? Oh, duh. Oh, duh. Uh Greg, I know where this is going. How about Dom and Kevin Owens and Ron, the truth, Simmons. Yeah. I probably could play the sound effect 12 times. Like, Greg's like, keep that, keep that, keep that, keep that. Okay, I'm going to do a wild card one. How about we get matches announced basically like old school AEW where we get one, two, three, four, five, six matches announced for the next two shows.
1: Assuming that they happen? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) They're not Logan Paul's?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was brilliant. I think this is it's it's so fu- weird that WWE is doing AEW and AEW is doing WWE. Yeah, weird, totally That's weird. Fair. Our main event is Sammy versus Randy Orton. I'm ninety percent sure what you're doing with this. Oh, <gasps> it's because Sammy didn't win, right?
1: Uh, yeah. It, well, I just knew what was going to happen if this show finished with our truth. I mean the.
0: That would have been the way to cap the show off. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's not fair to our boy, Sammy. Like, that's it. So no. we have finished our SmackDown review today. Um, and it's overall, we will say go back and watch SmackDown. Even, the, even though Greg doesn't yeah. like the end of that match, it it's a good match. Sammy Sammy made got the best out of Randy Orton. I would say this is one of Randy's best matches since coming back.
1: Oh, it's fine. It's just one of those things like you knew that was what was going to happen here. So, I, I, I mean, would I have wasted my time watching it Um,
0: if I wasn't watching the show for this podcast? Probably not. No, it's you could you would have skipped through the match and watch to watch some of the highlights Uh as you saw something happen. You go, oh, that was cool. I'll go back and watch it and then just see the end. It-
1: it was very much like how I watched Royal Rumble, where I watched the two matches and then just skipped right to the finishes of the other two
0: matches. Cause you knew what was gonna happen. So I give a big props exactly. to Triple H for uh doing something. We still don't know what's gonna happen with the Rock. We just know we're gonna get them next week on the show, which makes sense because Roman and Rock coming to the next week's show, Greg, mean we're getting them for two weeks in a row. Yeah. So double taping, yeah. special SmackDown review. Next week we'll do one review. And I have a funny feeling we'll probably try and can the other review pretty much right after we finish the first review. And then we'll be talking about Perth, Australia here on the network because it's going to be amazing.
1: I actually forgot to tell you something. What's that? Um, We'll talk off air, but I will have to do a record next Saturday morning. But next Friday night, Brad, then this is all you. And I think you can probably talk James into this if you've got nothing on. Yeah next Friday night is uh Thunderbirds versus Buffalo Bandits in Marvel Comic Night with special Marvel jerseys and Marvel comic books they're giving out.
0: oh well James will be definitely be down for that so yeah so yeah we're recording next Saturday morning I'll tell you that right now guys thank okay. you for listening to this review. there are tons of great reviews minus my raw review there are amazing reviews Steve Swift does great stuff. I'm really hoping Randy and Eric will be back soon. Uh, Dax and Boris have the longest preamble to a short uh, dynamite review, but I learned so much about nerdy culture. And we have all kinds of stuff here. You have Mel and Andre doing their show. You have the happily married couple. After a night of wrestling, coming home on Sunday morning, watching uh, Collision, we get a little, and they keep us up to date on anything important to know about Rampage. Plus, we have the main show live audio wrestling as well. Uh, you, Your Super Sunday will have two shows, and screw Super Bowl. Just listen to the podcast. I'm only kidding. For those of you, who or Puppy for,
1: Bowl tomorrow, buddy.
0: <laughs> Got gotta watch that Puppy Bowl. The Puppy Bowl tomorrow. Yes, that's the most important big game. And yeah, we'll be on the road to WrestleMania, but first a little st- pit stop in Australia uh, for Greg. I'm Brad. We the ones.